0: And to be clear, if you're a gambler and you're like, I'm not betting one to two, well, take a shot with one of your five. I'm just here telling you, if Cody's Wish doesn't win, I have no idea which one of these dogs are really, are going to come up and win this race. I mean, it becomes a very wide open race, that could
1: go a lot of different. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared Who had advice on racing and they wanted to share it Started a website where players go to see all their picks The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk They put the plan into motion and it first seemed silly Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exact uh, There's only one site that you'll keep coming back to. So next time that the horses all line up at the post, make sure you use the website that'll win you the most. Weather, Churchill, Oakland, Lawn, Gulfstream, Parks, and Matoga, And all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to. When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets, plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of all of your bets racing dudes.com. as good as it gets it is thursday august 3rd and this
2: Splinkers off what's up man
0: <laughs> woo, woo. yes we're in the same room so that's weird but okay we're here <laughs> no it's good it's good i'm doing great man we've, we've had quite a day we've had a lot of fun today and uh, more fun to come but now it's work time, you know, we, we, we had to cut cut our afternoon a little early because we had a lot of work to do, working through it, and ready to do blinkers off. Should be a really uh, interesting show. We've got a lot to talk about today.
2: It's been a day, you know, I got to, came in, I flew in last night uh, to yeah. uh, Burlington, you guys took me to Plattsburgh, that's where we're at right now. First time I've ever been to Plattsburgh, we went to... Uh, Went to, uh, um, well, first of all, the North Country, right? That's yes. what everyone keeps telling me, welcome yes, to the, the North, North Country. Country. That's yes. what you said as soon as I landed. The true North Country. <laughs> we went to Lake Placid today. Yeah. At the, you know, I'm a huge, obviously, uh, you know, miracle and ice and hockey and just the nostalgia and, and what happened there. So we got yeah. to go there, and Walter um, and I we, and Heather and her sister, went, we kind of went around and went and saw some of the uh, – the, the ski jump, holy shit! The <laughs> ski jump, um, you know, because obviously they had the Olympics here in the eighties, nineteen eighty, and they had the ski jump, and it was like we went. It's by the way, if you do, if like, if you know anyone that like the ski jump, is absolutely
0: yeah.
2: insane um to see that in person. That to think that there's people that we went to uh, do that, we went and saw the bobsled. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like a little touristy day at first, yes. and then we came back and I got what was it? I, a michigan Michigan. and a michigan for dinner yep um that was good and so finally we're back to horse racing uh talking whitney we're ready to go to saratoga tomorrow and get soaked uh but for for the hall of fame dave and then of course we'll be there for the whitney as well so i'm kind of getting the full north country i've been to saratoga a million times but i never ventured up this way so it's been fun
0: yeah, dude, it's definitely, definitely for sure. And, uh, Kevin B. mentions Burlington. That's where you flew in, like you said. Um, yeah, it's it's. There's a lot of things to do up here. People don't really realize that. I certainly never did. Uh, of course, I you know met Heather and, and married her a year later, and it's been 16 years, and I still get to come up here, so that's good. And uh, but yeah, so yeah, Lake Placid overall. What 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 was your? I've always talked about it on the show. I've talked about it with you. What was your overall take? Is it? 10 out of 10 and 8 out of 10. Well, Okay, so Jay, well, for
2: a couple of things. Shoddy, one, when we, literally, so you're, you're in Arkansas. Uh-huh. Obviously, it's very, very hot in the Midwest. When I left, it was like 100 degrees, legit 100. Yep. Today, when we pulled the Lake Placid, it was 60, 58? Uh, 58, 58. 58. 50 is 40 degrees yep. cooler. Um, It got a little warm, but still, it's freaking fantastic here. Um, And, yes, Jason. To answer halter's question and to answer yours, the hockey rink, of course. Like, yeah. I, I, like again, like if you don't care about sports or, or hockey or the you know like that kind of stuff, then it is just a hockey rink. Like you don't really give a shit. But mm-hmm. for me and for you and people like us, that it's just like you know. I was like, I said, can I? Can we go down there? So he's like, yeah. Ooh. So we just walked down. I'm like, got my hands on the glass. <laughs> I even pull out my phone and we we're like watching. I was like, which which side was the goal scored on? You yeah. know, and I'm like. You you take your I would love to watch the, the 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 actual you know video footage of the game sitting in the stadium you know because it's just it, it's 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 the, it's the greatest sporting event of all time yeah and it happened right there and then the fact that it was uh they held an Olympics in this town is just it's like smaller than my hometown and it's just like it's wild um but I'm, it was easily you know, you've hyped it up and mm-hmm. say it yeah. it you know just because I am such a a fan of that. It just it definitely I wasn't disappointed at all.
0: Yeah, you definitely have to have to go to it once if you are a fan of sports, because it, it it literally the greatest sporting event in this country's history did happen there. And it's not even really a debate. It is the greatest moment in sports history uh here and it's the biggest upset in sports history. Don't believe me, just research it. It's it's incredible what happened if you're not aware of it so but anyway yeah it's a great town it is a cool little tourist trap town all right jesse i was hoping you're going to be there you know where to find yes i know it's going to be fun seeing uh, everybody didn't get to see it much very many people last week because of the rain but uh, well tomorrow maybe that end but saturday looks good but anyway it's a great town and glad you got to see it and uh but now uh now it's all business right hopefully everyone can hear
2: us by the way because we're amateur hour over here and both of us uh, like oh we had our mics set out and we forgot them and so here we are um But, no, you talked about last week. we got, obviously, a huge weekend. You guys, you and your dad just did uh, do Tibet, and we kind of gave a brief preview of the Whitney, but obviously we got more coming up here. We'll go over the whole week. Top to bottom, we'll talk about all great takes on the card on Saturday as well. Um, So, if you have questions, if you have uh, other races you want us to kind of talk about, make sure you hit them up in the chat here. But you talked about last week. You were there live. Obviously, we all watched it um, that weren't there. And and let's talk – by the way, okay – Let's start off with Elite Power versus yeah. versus Gennady. I mean, that was an, it lived up to the billing. It looked like the track had started to get get kind of weird and bad at that point, and Elite Power looked like he didn't really love the track. It looked like the day wasn't the day was not going to be his day. Gennady was going to steal this thing somewhat on the front end, and boy, when he set him down and got him in his sights, it was on, and you just knew he was going to get there. Elite Power, Bill Mott's be one two punch
0: here. Elite Power is fucking awesome. Yeah, he he was awesome. And and uh as a guy who singled Elite Power, I was pretty darn scared for most of that race. But finally the last, oh I don't know, 100 yards, man, he really got up there and did a uh, you know, just just set his sights on good i and was able to run him down. It was really fantastic uh to watch that one in person. And he was looking at the stands a lot of the race, and then finally got up there uh it was able to catch him gunite has got this you know he's gonna win one of these i think eventually i don't know how he beats elite power though unless he gets stopped in traffic or something like that because i'm with you i thought Gunite got the jump on him i thought Gunite, the pace dynamics was in favor of him it's
2: set up yeah it, it, it,
0: i don't think elite power loved the track i think Gunite did and he still got it and that's that is a world-class sprinter right now and he's one of the better ones we've seen in the in the last few years man he He really, when he gets that motor going, I don't know that you can hold him off. Yeah,
2: it's just, he just feels like a horse that uh, is, is, well, gosh, he's won how many of that in a row now? A bunch. Yeah, I don't know how many. That's eight. I think it's eight. Um, And just once he's figured, once they figured him out or he figured it out, whatever, it's just, he just finds a way to win and, and I knew, you know, we knew, and I, at least we thought going in, it's like, okay, he, he is a better horse than Good I'm pretty positive of that. It's just a matter of the way this, you know, the setup of this race, and yeah. and it looked like, you know, someone that had a big bet on 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 uh, on Elite Power. I was like, oh no, like you could tell he he didn't like the track or was struggling with the track a little bit, and just the way, you know, it kind of felt like Good Night might get out of this thing and just kind of steal it, and boy, he just came coming. So unbelievable performance uh obviously you got to think breeder's cup uh, yep. legit breeder's cup uh, horse back back. once again yeah yep. uh but the main event of the day and really the what everyone's still talking about here is uh the jim dandy and of course forte won, won the race uh <laughs> after a, a, a inquiry uh <laughs> you know we looked at it a little while but What did you think of the race? You were there live, you know, watching it on TV. It it seemed like he probably should have been taken down. Um, Obviously, if you guys haven't seen it, go watch it. I'm sure most of you have. But he, you know, Saudi Crown looked like he was going to win this thing. And and, but to be clear, like I don't think there's a question that Forte was the best horse in the race. I tried to beat him with Saudi Crown, thought seven to two. You know what he went, went off at was too good of a price, and you know I almost got paid, but. You watch that race, and it's like, yeah, he was, like, much the best, but yeah. he still, by the letter of the law of the North racing, I feel like he should have came
0: down. Yeah, you know, you, you, you think of all the bumping and all the weirdness that happened. It also took a little bit out of Forte. Now, he caused it. I'm not saying, you know, feel bad for him, but still, he didn't run just a real smooth race because he was trying to fight with Angel of Empire and then trying to fight with uh, Saudi Crown. Look, I, I thought Forte was the best horse. I also think he should have been taken down. I, that's the way I look at it. And this is coming from a person, by the way, whose whole day was turned around by a 2-4 straight exact. So I, I was I, I was sweating it big time uh, that he would get taken down. I really do believe, though, uh, he was the better uh, horse in the race. But, look, you can't bully out and make your own spot on the turn. Um, so I thought that was foul number one. Uh, yes, Sonic Crown did come out a lot uh after that and so some of that bumping could have been caused by Saudi crown a bit as well after the initial one and then he kind of gave Saudi crown the ever so slightest hip check right at the wire and he may look at that back and go well that's not that big a deal but when you're separated by about that much that could have been a big deal and i don't know how you could say without any definitive doubt that it wasn't a difference because yeah when, that was the thing when you are talking about margins this tight that little things can make a big difference when, it, when you're talking about margins that tight. So yeah, a lot of, a lot of stuff there. Uh, obviously I'm sorry if you bet the, you know, you didn't have Forte or you maybe had him in second. I'm sorry because I kind of a heartbreaker. You probably deserved it, uh, but I'm glad you didn't win at the same time because I had a two four, but uh, yeah, it was crazy. I'm, I'm going to tell you something right now. There were so many Rapoli people in that winner's circle and I, I was sitting next to Ricky, and I looked at him, and I said, if they take him down, this is going to be incredible, what these people do. I felt like it was going to be a mutiny. I really did. I felt like it was going to be a lot of – there were, like, distinguished people, like uh, Rick Pitino was in the winter circle waiting to get his <laughs> picture taken, right? So I – You're probably called up so you're not taking us down. I do kind of feel like they, they had to have thought about that. So, yeah. Sure. Um, and the yeah. other thing that I thought was the, the fishiest thing, okay, whether they take him down or not – There are two sides of a debate, right? And I'm on one side of he should have been, but maybe you're not. The weirdest thing, it felt like it took half a second. Like, they really didn't look at it that long. It felt like a minute or two, and then
2: boom. And you really weren't sure what they were looking at either. Like, are they looking at the late part of that race? Are they looking at the turn? By the way, I thought that the most evident thing for me was that it could have cost Angel of Empire he kept coming. It wasn't like once. No, cause he would have backed off or whatever after he kind of bullied himself out, yeah. and then backed off and finished like a distant third or fourth. Well, we know how that goes. Like, yep. yeah, that sucks that it happened, but he wasn't close. But he was right there. He was still battling, mm-hmm. and you know, anytime you you have a close finish, plus on top of the of the bump, um, it was was one of those things that it, it's tough because I'm not going to sit there and argue like Forte was the, the key. In a normal, like, he gets in the clear and he's just like, he's going to win that race.
0: Pretend he's an angel vampire
2: spot. He'll win. He probably wins and there's not a whole lot of controversy. Right. He's, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And, and let's be honest, like, but he was What happened was what happens a lot to IRAD or what IRAD does, you know, as far as them boxing them in originally, yeah. like, that's,
0: that's, that's race riding, right? Yeah, I mean, you could, you could watch any any day at Belmont. You're probably going to see that happen, or or Aqueduct, or up here on a Wednesday. It's a claimer. It might happen. Yeah, it happens a lot. And I yeah, and I, I, I do feel bad, um, you know, for for people that feel like they should have cashed because you probably should have. Uh, but uh, you know, hopefully, you get one year away. Well, that's what. made it's so odd.
2: Is it was like you see you would see people or talk to people or see it on Twitter or whatever, where it's like. Maybe they bet uh, Saudi Crown, obviously, and one of them like me. Yeah, I should have cashed that. Or if you bet Angel Empire, I I should have cashed that. You know, or if you bet Forte. I'm glad I cashed that. You know, yeah. So. No,
0: I think the ones that had it was like uh, I talked to one guy uh, after the race. you did the same thing uh, as me. He said I I was having a shitty day. I bet a two four exacta. Yeah, it was paying like a seven seventy for a buck. He's like I I listened to you guys and I was just like, look, I'll just try to try to get it back here. You know, I'm going to push it in. And he's like. Kind of feel like I stole it, but kind of don't care, you know? It's yeah. like, well, I get it. I, I felt the same way. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just I, – I felt like I saw the head on a couple times. I'm like, this is bad. This is not good. This is not going to go good. And then all of a sudden, they said, no change. And it's just like, okay, hey, <laughs> we're on to the next race. So it's like – I felt so like you like go cash the well, ticket as fast as you can. No, I, I literally told Heather and Ricky, I said, let's get out of here now before they change our mind. We'll go to the worst <laughs> shoe now. Forgive about these last two so races. Let's get out of here. Yeah. the how you felt. Know, well, but- sounds like, uh,
2: we will see a rematch with, uh, with Angel of Empire, and Forte, um, in the Travers, of course, along with, uh, the list of others. But, uh, it does sound like Saudi crown is going to, uh, wait and, and to the Pennsylvania Derby. So they made that move real quick to say, mm-hmm. we're not going to the Travers before we,
0: Oh, he might be back there.
2: it. Hotel internet here.
0: It's not great.
2: Um, but, no, you know he's ran two good races, he got beat by Ford Bragg, who ran a fantastic race, and then he got beat, by, of course, by Forte. Um, so it's like you don't love the fact that they're going to just bench uh, him, basically, into the Pennsylvania Derby. Yeah. But he does, uh, you got to think he's going to break through eventually, one of these. Yep. Uh, just has to avoid. Um, and maybe he's a monster, but he obviously he's very lightly raced still. So um, that's the weekend recap. But we got bigger fish to fry today. This weekend at Saratoga. It's, <laughs> nice, nice I, I got you. I got you. Uh, we got what is what was it called? I had tonight. Michigan's. Michigan's to turn over. I don't know. Um, we got uh, Whitney Saratoga. will be there live. We're going to preview Saturday's one million dollar Whitney Stakes at Saratoga Breeders Cup. winning are in for the Breeders Cup Classic, and then we're going to give rapid prize selections for some of the. But not some of all the remaining graded stakes races Saturday at Saratoga, including the $600,000 Saratoga Derby. Let's go. Again, um, I've seen a question about You want to talk about the Saratoga Oaks while I'm getting this queued up um, for tomorrow? Any thoughts? I know we've had a, a guy asking 20 times about Zira xera Sarah, how Sarah, however you say it yeah i think that works to be tough thoughts on the saratoga oaks tomorrow now again tomorrow's tough it's like you handicap the whole card and you don't know when the, if uh, you know you got are they gonna take the turf you know you got the saratoga oaks and the hall of fame when's it gonna you know it definitely looks like it's going to rain um yeah. of course you never know but what are they gonna do with that how's that gonna impact the other races so it's tough to say. You know, wait till the scratches. But uh, how do you how do you approach something like that? Are you handicapping it, assuming it's going to rain? I know you hate doing that, but we're nope. a day 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 away
0: here. You just wait for the scratches and wait for the update and rehandicap it if it changes. I don't have any secret sauce for you guys there. That's just how it is. Um Yeah, listen, I like uh if you talk about Saratoga Oaks, I do like the horse uh, the four uh, Zag- Zagera. I don't know how you say that horse in the, in the Oaks tomorrow. It's been talked about. I like the three elusive Princess a lot, too. So, um, we'll see what happens there. I do like the three quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I don't know. If someone, I'd love for somebody to, uh, to tell, I mean, Magic Christ help tell us what the actual pronunciation of that is. I've never known. I <laughs> to say Shazera. Yes. The X Factor.
0: Yeah. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be, it's going to be, look, it's going to be, most likely it's going to be rainy tomorrow, but you can't. Worry about it
2: until it gets here. Well done. Is that your weather report for today?
0: Yep.
1: In the Whitney. All
2: right. Saturday, though. It does look like it's going to be clear and sunny for the most part on Saturday. Fingers crossed. Uh, Race 10, Saratoga, Whitney Stakes, grade one million dollars. Again, it is a Breeders' Cup win. You're in for Longines Classic uh, this November at uh, Santa Anita. It's worth a million dollars for four-year-olds and up, going one and one-eighth miles. Field of six. Uh, lines up here, and, you know, unfortunately, West Wheel Power had an injury. Training is okay, but it is retired. Um, so a horse that would have been in this race kind of the, uh, would have been, like, the the next best thing if it gets to, to Cody's Wish. He's out. Um, so now you're down to a field of six here. One to two on Cody's Wish. Listen, I mean, it's not, you know, rocket science here. There's not a lot. I mean, one, you're, he's going to a distance he hasn't tried yet, but he's also facing horses like Zandon and Chargett, and White Barrio that, that are his main uh, competitors here. You know, it's uh, it, it 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 certainly is. When I looked at this race, you know, the field, it's like, well, that's a hell of a race to try going long for the first time.
0: Mm-hmm. um Look, yeah, he he's the best horse by a country mile in this race, right? And if you think he's going to get the distance, single him and move on. If you don't think he's going to get the distance, then you're going to have a five-horse race to handicap, and it gets a lot trickier uh, if you if you don't believe in him. I personally, I don't really think he has to be that good to win. I really don't. I, I think if he could stretch out, be adequate stretching out, I mean, he's going to have to run decent for sure. He can't just stop. But if he just comes with the same similar-ish run that he's done in a mile, I don't really see how this is really going to be competitive. I, I, I don't believe in wide-a-barrio, giant game in last samurai, not so much. Zandon to win a race is a sketchy situation, I would say, at best. Maybe It's grown up a bit after that win. Maybe they're going to try to just wing it on the front end, gate to wire. I still don't think he holds up Cody's wish. I don't think there's much here. I think Cody's wish gets it done. I don't think it's going to be too much of a challenge for him, to be completely honest.
2: I still think the only horse that can win that's not Cody's wish, and I don't even like him, is really that is It, just because it's like, I feel like even though we kind of know him it's like he still shows signs of being maybe he's good maybe he's not maybe you know, we don't know exactly what he is he looked terrible in the met mile and he looked great in the suburban you know he, he looked terrible in the oakland handicap but you know he looked okay in an allowance race when he came back it's just like what is he he's certainly obviously he's trained by todd Fletcher. you know that keeps in them in these kind of races so you know, to me, if he is going to get beat, it would probably be the one. Maybe he gets on the front end or something and try to kind of, you know, can't, you know, Cody's Wish can't get the mile and eighth or whatever. Yeah. But that's really what it goes. It will come down to. Yep. It's not a matter of like, hey, Charger can beat him or Zandon can beat him or whatever. It's Cody's Wish can't get the mile and eighth. That's really all it comes down to. Because if he can get anywhere near the mile and eighth, he's going to dust him. Yep. He's just a better horse than everyone in this race, and he's kind of proved that a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and let's be honest, like, yeah, there for a while, like last year, you would never have thought, hey, let's try him. He needs to go like mom, they he needs yeah. to go longer. But now, like, since the Breeders Cup this year, especially, it's almost like they've had this in mind all along, like saying, Okay, now we're gonna start letting like this is our last year. This mm-hmm. is our swan song, we're gonna make this thing go. And he's just dusting horses. Obviously, he's five years old now, he's a curlin. Continues. Seems like he continues to get better. Yeah, and he's shown like there's zero signs when you watch these races. You know, seven furlongs to mile. That like, hey, mile and eighth is not is going to be too far for him. Yep. I listen and, and and to just kind of visualize a little bit of how different of a horse he is. The last time he tried mile eight, the second time out, which it makes sense what, how he's bred, right? Mm-hmm. He tried a mile eight and and he got B, he got third in Pipeline. Beat. We just saw what, today what Pipeline is. That, I mean, you can't even compare Cody's wish to pipeline. No. So just I think that's a good example of like it's not the same horse that he was when he tried to mount 8 the last time. So I really don't see how he gets beat other than the fact that the mount 8 just he's not the same horse at that distance. And I don't think that's going to be the case.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely right. And 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 I think uh, the biggest the biggest like last week we had options if you didn't want to play Elite Power. You had Gun he's off. he's awfully good horse, right? Uh, if you didn't want to play uh, Forte, you had Saudi Crown, you had uh, uh, Angel of Empire, you even had a, a little bit of like a disarm that you could make a case for. Here, it's just like you're banking on, okay, how will he do it a mile and an eighth? If he does okay, well, he'll win. If he doesn't do okay, any of the five can win. You don't really have another one that's like a big like standout, okay, I can go with this horse. Um, Yeah, the, the, the rest of these five have just done too much that – just kind of make you go, yeah, they're just not that good, you know? And like the, if a West willpower was here or a rattle and roll was here, you know, a horse like that, then done a little bit more, kind of established himself a little bit more yeah. as a consistent runner. You go, okay, I'll, I'll take a shot. And to be clear, if you're a gambler and you're like, I'm not betting one to two, well, take a shot with one of your five. I'm just here telling you if Cody's wish doesn't win, I have no idea which one of these dogs are really are going to come up and win this race i mean it becomes a very wide open race it could go a lot of different ways Uh, i think the easiest path to victory is cody's wish gets a mile and an eighth the breeding says it's going to be no problem and if he does i just don't see a lot of challenge from these horses it's well here's the thing like okay i
2: saw um you know charge it finished behind you know zan and white bar last summer like like here's the thing though like if it's let's just use zandon as an example you remember the bluegrass not this bluegrass not not this year uh-huh. remember that the other year for yes. that's the last time he won right literally that's the last time he won he has not won a race since and now i get it that he did out finish charge it in that race that you're referring to yeah but he, what has he done to make you think he could win this race
0: he's a perfect like second and third
2: exactly horse. he's yeah. an underneath horse that's why yeah. i'm i'm strongly considering like just playing a cold cody's wish Zandon exacted. exact it because yeah. it's like
0: you know what you're gonna get from Zandon at least i think people lo- are looking at this race specifically about charging and, and saying what uh ron kind of mentioned it there too look he he showed he has early speed going two turns last time out maybe he just gets in front and they don't catch him. I think that's what a lot of people kind of think about when they think about trying to pull an upset. Well, this horse has more speed than the favorite, so maybe he'll just get out in front and they'll never catch him. And that does happen sometimes, right? Yep. Ron, you're, you're right. It does happen sometimes, but it usually doesn't happen in these situations if the favorite fires. The that, pro- that's the deal.
2: The problem is I don't know that he will get – like he did show speed, but he also faced like, if you're gonna call these dogs, well, that's I mean, just it. Yeah, like, I, even though I don't like Giant Game, Giant Game will be ahead of him. He should be, should,
0: and that's the other thing. Giant Game should be out there with Charger. Um, and maybe then if maybe you think White Barrio is really gonna improve, right? With with Dutro second out, and so you could go that way.
2: Yeah, I've just I've never been a White of I mean. I just, I can't get there. Like, uh, that's a horse. I mean, well, to be clear, if it's not Cody's wish, I'm with you. It's five other horses that could win this yeah. thing because, uh, you know, take your pick really. Um, I just, I don't, I think he can win this race off of class alone is the big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Do you think though, if he, like, obviously you win here, you're in the classic. We know that's the goal. I mean, they're not trying to Whitney to not go at least have the idea of going to the classic. I mean, it, do you need to see the same kind of performance he has been you have been seen mm-hmm. like because for instance if west willpower would have been in this race i think you it would at least give you pause to I, say "I agree. yeah wow you know like we know what west willpower is at least what he is at this distance we don't know what cody's wish is yeah I mean, whereas here it kind of feels like we know that these other horses aren't that great so west willpower is gone we're losing these older horses. It seems like we don't. I mean, so what really does he need to do or prove to kind of give you the security of like I think he is a legit classic, you know, not only classic contender but classic winner. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, look, he needs that. It's hard to say because there's a lot of things that could play out. Like, like for instance, yes, uh, last week, right? If we would have said Forte beat, wins by a nose before the race, yeah, you probably would have said, "Uh oh, he didn't run very well." But you go back and you watch it, it's like he ran his eyeballs out, right? And he's like, you feel good about him. Here, I think it's the same thing. You wanna see a good effort. You I, I guess the, the way I would describe it is whether he wins by a nose or he wins by three, if he's in the stretch and you can tell he's accelerating with that same kick, then I think you're 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 knowing, hey, he can still he can still do it. If he wins and it's he was just kind of lackluster, maybe flip-flopping leads in the stretch, it's like yeah. you'll know. It's more of a not at margin of victory but just how he kind of finishes up. You just want to see him finish up with a lot of energy just like he's done. Um, you know, and maybe it's a situation where a horse runs its eyeballs out and they finish eight ahead of everybody else, but he's only a like half length ahead of that second horse. Right. You just want to see him run and, and finish with that same type of energy that he has going a mile. And if you see that – I think you're you're going to be just fine going into a race like the Classic. If he kind of falters, even if he wins, and it's like, yeah, he just wasn't real smooth, this, that, whatever, then you're going to be saying, well, we do have some horses that we know can go or be a little better going longer. He might not be one of them.
2: I do think that uh, I I I think there's a strong possibility that he he and and let me I don't know the best way to say this, but like maybe he isn't like a true mile a quarter horse like i don't know that we'll, we'll find out necessarily in this race but it, it i think there's a decent chance here that we see like a really ultra impressive performance Just, you know, no, no, mostly because he's that good of a horse and two the rest of the field isn't awesome and Great. so i think we could see a visually impressive race here from cody's wish and still have the question mark of what is he going a mile in the quarter
0: on, on the surface? I agree. On the surface of this thing, if he shows up with like a met mile type effort, you're going to see the same thing, right? Yeah. Where he just kind of dominates, and you're probably going to leave the track going, We well, didn't really learn anything about it. I agree. Yeah,
2: because even because that's the thing, even if he wins, you're like, Well, we know we knew Charger kind of sucked, we knew Zandon can't win, we need you
0: know." see, and I think that's where I'm at with it. Even if he wins, now obviously he could win by like five or whatever, or under wraps. He could win like, you know, Epicenter won the uh, Travers last year, right? Where it's like, oh God, he's just way better, right? And you and could be impressed. But this is not, to me, on the surface, this is not an impressive group to have to beat. No. Yeah.
2: No. Um, yeah. Ronnie, maybe you just joined us. He yeah. Has, he got retired. He's retired. I kind of like just like, went from he's running in the Whitney to he's retired. You ever so, notice
0: all Brad Cox horses always, if they scratch, it's like out of the blue, the week of the race.
2: Yeah. Like, like uh, they hold all, like they hold all hope that, they, mm-hmm. that this horse can maybe run. And then it's like, no, yeah. actually he can't at all. It's weird. Um, but yeah, that's obviously him being in the race would have changed things drastically. One, he's got yeah. speed Two, He's, he's classy. Um, and so he would have made things a little bit tricky for Cody's wish because like like kind of what I said earlier like if he if, if Cody switch can't get the distance he will make it work for it he
0: popped a couple of big races against better horses than what charge It beat the last time he ran so yeah he would have been the second choice he probably would have been like three to one yeah. in this race yeah um I, I kind of have a feeling
2: with charge It, it's like he might get a little bit discouraged this time out versus last time like I think he might be trying to get to giant game and then when he can't or whatever like I'm I'm nervous. Like to me, that I'm the more I look at this race, I'm like I'm probably gonna like I would either play him to win, or I would just not use him It's my exact day, anyways. Because no, I, I kind of feel like he's either gonna win, and, and he's kind of shown that in the past in, in some ways to where he's kind of shown that like you look at his last couple before that the Met Mile, the Oakland handicap, like when he doesn't show, it kind of just doesn't show. And well, if, if he tries to chase a giant game and he's not really doing it on the front end like he did the last time. I could see him kind of. You see him kind of like backing up a little bit down the stretch.
0: If you watch, if you go back and watch all his races, if he turns the corner and he's away from other horses, he cruises on home. If he turns the corner and they're kind of around him, he doesn't really. an idiot. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't seem like he wants to get up there and really, to uh, you know, go for a battle, uh, for lack of a better phrase. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. I I don't have a lot of confidence that if he's headed that he's going to hang in there tough for a second
2: yeah you're going to gut it out unless um, you know he
0: gets beat right at the wire then he doesn't have to hang in for a second yeah <laughs> uh,
2: he
0: doesn't get beat at all
2: <laughs> so let me ask you this and it's Ron brings up a good point you know BS being the highlight race of the day you know the main event of, of the card um you know you got two races after it's obviously smack dab with, with these other stakes that are really really tough he's going to be you know every bit of two to five, one to five, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, how do you play this race? And obviously, you know, we'll have our final bets on if the wagering guide or the betting Bible is being worked on as we speak uh, for the weight the Whitney, exactly what we will be playing live and in person. So stay tuned for that on the website. You can get it, uh, get your hands on that right now, but kind of an idea of how you're kind of thinking about how, how how do you maximize value in this kind of race?
0: Well, as far as playing it, straight we're gonna to have to get creative i don't i think you're gonna to have to play if you're playing this race uh i'm not we're not talking about pick five yet we've played this race specifically and you don't want to bet against cody's wish you're simply just gonna to have to put him on top and bet it straight over the horse that you like in second and just bet it straight and realize that's that's what uh that's what's gonna happen right i mean that's that's about all you can do um it Look, I get Ron's comment on, I wish I did this at race six would so be out of the late big five sequence. I agree. However, you know, last week I kind of felt the same way, Ron. I was like, Oh, I wish these short fields, these stakes fields. Maybe they had one in the late and one in the early, both the favorites, won in those short fields and the pick five paid 1600 bucks. So if you can get some prices home around this race, your pick five not going to pay nothing. Now, obviously, if big favorites come in with it. It's going to be bad. So hopefully, if you look at these races around them, don't be afraid to play the sequence if you think there's some upsets in other races. Well, and of course, if you think there's an upset here, then all of a sudden, it's one of the best sequences to play, right? But if, even if you think Cody's oh, Wish is going to win this, you don't want to go against him just trying to get some upsets in those other races. It did pay out pretty well last week with those two big favorites. I don't know if it'll do it again, uh, but, but we'll see.
2: Yeah. We'll talk about the test and the Saratoga Derby, which obviously kick off the late pick five. Uh, We'll talk about that here coming up on rapid fire. Um, Kevin, I I'm, that's the exact I'm leaning towards, uh, but I don't think we're going to get eight to one on on that. Um, I would be shocked if we did. I, I guess it depends on how much money charge it takes. Um, as far as uh, that exactly go- goes, but I was thinking like if I can get five to one, it yeah, might be a dream.
0: Four or five.
2: um But still, like yeah. to, to what he said and what I'm saying is like that to me. Because you know, I played around with the ideas like okay, maybe you play a Cody's wish over Zandon and charge it. You know, but yeah. it gets too it gets too tight because you're not making enough. Off you almost have to press, or maybe you want to play a double um into the you know the race prior or the the race the next race but i think with cody's wish you have to press it you've got to play it and just press your opinion and hope you're right
0: yeah as doc says if you think it's going to be a chalky sequence like you you look at the other races like yeah i I don't know how they're beating this horse then you play a press ticket you play your dollar amount your base dollar amount for five ten bucks obviously don't use very many horses in all those races and try to stay that same budget you play a 50 cent ticket but play it for five ten bucks and that's the other way to do it if again if you think cody's wish is going to get beat then stop listening to what all we're saying about the presses and all that because then you could just play a regular ticket but yeah I and mean, in my opinion you're going to have to press it or, or you're going to have to just try to be favorites in the other legs
2: i mean uh I, someone asked it i think technically giant game has the best record at this distance so Uh, He's 100% because he's one for one at at the mile and eight. And Uh, I saw
0: him win that live and in person.
2: There you go. Last time out. Last Samurai is one for 11 as far as the win. Two seconds, two thirds. Uh, Cody's Wish has got a third in that. He tried to, like I said, his second race of his career-wide Barrios. got five starts, one win, one second. Of course, one of those was the Florida Derby. Um, Let's see. Charge It, no wins, and two starts at this distance. And Zandon has got five starts, one win, Again, three seconds and a third. So, I mean, that's a horse that's never been off the board at this distance. And that's kind of why um, I don't think we're going to be the only ones, Kevin, to to think of that exact. And why I'd be shocked if we get anywhere around eight to one. Yep. Um, Yeah, I mean, to me, like, I, I, I think you have to press, whether it be the pick five, whether it be the pick three or whatever it is, press it it's just one of those days unless like again this is how my opinion feels but it's and if you if you think there's gonna be upsets obviously like you said you know who yeah. tears
0: fire away fire away yeah. just throw
2: them out um but if, if you do yeah you, you can't play you can't even play like a two dollar you got to play like a five a ten you gotta go like single two single or whatever you're playing
0: yeah
2: um and again like that's racing you gotta you know hope your your opinion's right and if it is you know who cares if it's chalky you had it for 20 bucks you had it for 50 bucks whatever it is yep um all right final thoughts on this race before we move on cody's wish great great thoughts great thoughts (laughs) i think it's cody's wish i think we're going to see a a huge performance here um i don't necessarily think this is going to be close number six cody's wish it's going to win the whitney and point towards the classic (laughs) <laughs> time for rapid fire presented by the whitney stakes 2023 betting bible go get your hands on that at RacingDudes.com. on the racing dudes premium page just click that button at the main menu it's the 2023 whitney stakes and myself and halterin will have every single bet how we're playing the whole day live and in person you can if you're there bet with us um how we're playing every race on the whitney stakes card 12 races august 5th at saratoga of course how we're playing the pick threes pick fives pick five uh before tickets Daily, we play a lot of daily doubles exactus uh win bets however playing it. we have our roi inclu- included in there which has Sucks. been has been rough lately the yeah. last two weeks um but man hopefully i get back to the freakness in belmont i was crushing it i mean it's gotta happen eventually right yeah hopefully man uh let's go to race six uh at saratoga on the undercard here troy stakes grade three 300k for four-year-olds and up uh again this is a race the caravel should win five and a half furlongs on the turf but listen it, it, it's definitely you know three to five so yeah you should win but you've got no balls uh at seven to two is again is that is that how you pronounce it no yeah. balls yes no, no balls. balls no balls yep what is Easy cog, cog Cogburn at at eight to one the three horse to me it really comes in my opinion it comes down to those three and it's whether it, you the interesting part of this race is you Caravel. we know has tons of speed and no balls has shown to have a ton of speed and and what are they going to do on the on the front end here? I I tend to think that Caravelle is has sh- at least showed last time out that she could raid a little bit. No, not a lot, but just enough to where there isn't going to be this crazy, insane pace
0: meltdown. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, I, I think Caravelle is is maturing at, with these, each race, honestly. And I, I think the last time out really showed it. I've been I've been on the Caravelle bandwagon this whole time. I'm not going to jump off I, because she hasn't given me a reason. You know, you look at who she beat last time out. That Casa Creed is a pretty damn good horse. Uh and, and no balls is a good horse too. I think she beat better last time out. So I'm gonna go Caravelle on top here. Listen, I know it's another three to five shot. Say whatever you want about it. But look, I, I pick who I think's gonna win, and I think that's Caravel. Um I kinda think if no balls goes crazy, Caravel just stopped the pace and pounds.
2: Yeah, I mean she's going for six in a row, and, and obviously yeah. you know, she she's faced the best of the best. She's a Breeders' Cup win in there. There's a the grade one jiper in there. She just wins. And, and I really, if you look back at, you know, not only just that, la- that last race, but you also go way back to the Franklin. I mean, when there is like in someone going insane or maybe the way she broke or whatever, like she's shown that I don't need to be like this crazy pressing thing. Like I have to get to the lead, I have to get to the lead. Whereas if you want to compare the two, it does feel like no balls is, is a little bit that. Now, this is a horse that has been back and forth off synthetic and, and turf for those last couple. It definitely feels like that's a horse that wants to get to the lead no matter what and, and, and is going to, tr- and that's what they're going to do. And so to me, I think if you're, especially drawing outside, they're going to want to get to the lead if you're the seven. Yeah. If that happens, you just say, okay, like we'll sit right off of you and I'm classier than you no balls mm-hmm. hey they
0: both don't have balls yeah, about that? Well, well for different reasons <laughs> <laughs> um
2: and, and bounces like now i do think the wild card of the race is cogburn i mentioned that horse a little bit yeah has switched to the turf last two races it's looked like a different horse really um obviously needs to improve but if this is somewhat of a meltdown i think this horse could, could maybe pick up the pieces maybe like for instance if if cogburn blazes out and maybe Cogburn can get, I mean I'm sorry if no balls blazes out Cogburn maybe can get up for a second you yeah. know yeah. I think that's very likely I don't know about winning which I feel like it's gonna be one of those two speed horses but give me Caravel. any questions here um
0: Caravelle huh Caravel.
2: that's what I said yeah Caravel. me too give me Caravelle all right we're both on Caravel to win uh to win here let's go to let's see um race Eight, the test stakes, grade one, worth the uh, 500K for Philly's three-year-olds. Uh, this is a, dude, this race, race seven furlongs. Race, man, it might be the race of the day here. Seven, to, or nine to five on the one horse, pretty mischievous. Seven to two on Money's Gold for Todd Fletcher. Two to one on Maple Leaf Mill. Um, you have, you know, Darth Vader's at six to one. Those are all your single digit prices, but you have another situation, like take out Prius, pretty mischievous for a second. You have another situation, Similar to that last race where Money's Gold now come cutting back to the seven, Maple Leaf Mel has done literally nothing wrong. They're both going to want to go. Well, Pretty Mischievous has shown that she can sit off of it and pounce. This just feels like, whereas that last race, you had a horse that might be elite speed. I don't know if there's elite speed in those two, but they're going to set freaking wicked pace. It kind of feels like the one is going to be able to pick them up late.
0: Stock and Pounds, pretty mischievous for me. I think because of the pace setup, it's going to be really tough to hold off down the stretch. She's just been really fantastic. But let's face it, back to back races. I got that she was incredible in the Acorn last time out. But anyway, I think she sits right off of it. And I think you're right. Seven and eight going to set a pretty wicked pace up there. Let's see if the seven can kind of hold on this time. I don't really think she can, but maybe, you know, she gives it a bit of a fight. The eight Maple Leaf Mel has been. Fantastic. Five for five. I kind of feel like the eight wears down the seven. Here comes the one, here's the showdown. I think the one will get the best of the eight because I think the seven will soften the eight up just enough. So I'm going one eight in here. Um, I, I like Darth Vader in third, actually. I think that horse at six to one makes a little bit of sense uh, in this spot, but I think pretty mischievous is gonna get up there and get them. Uh, I'm gonna go one eight six here.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, Kevin, to your point there, it's very likely that we see Darth Vader hit the lead and before pretty mischievous. Well, answer. I think the
0: problem is the one sits a pretty darn good trip too. And that's, I think the one and the six will sit pretty similar trips.
2: The, the six definitely has a pace advantage on the front end, um, where those seven and the eight do kind of falter. Now, my issue with the seven is, and this is should, should help anyone that likes her, is I've, I've picked the source, you know, mm-hmm. the last two times.
0: Yeah.
2: And she's dug me down, and now she's cutting back to the seven furlong. Of course, she did get beat in the eight bells another issue with that was red carpet ready came back and looked awful a seed yeah, is yeah. not good right anymore whatever or maybe it never was i just don't like i don't know what she really is you know
0: it, it kind of feels like the seven might
2: i think we overestim or overrated her from the start and yeah, that's the issue she
0: might just be a little bit of cheap speed You know, uh, she's, she's not cheap speed, but she's not that far away from being that until she proves otherwise. And I think the seven gets the lead and I think the eight tracks her, And and then I think after that, we'll see what happens. Yeah. I, I,
2: I tend to think, um, I saw the question here. Um, I do think the seven is faster on Mm -hmm. the front end, especially, um, early on. So I do think the seven will get the lead. I think that eight, you know, you can't underestimate that eight. I and mean, I know it's the is, you know, it's a low price. But, you know, being that, I think a lot of people are going to look at that and say, well, it's been running, you know, had started off in, in, like, you know, New York red and you know, but rattled off two wins in, in, in open company, including the victory ride last out, and did it yeah. pretty nicely. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't think we can underestimate, or, you know, I don't think we should underestimate Maple Leaf Mel because, again, she's done nothing wrong. And um, if this thing, if for whatever reason pretty mischievous doesn't have it or can't quite get there maybe they just run her off her feet yeah and seven isn't what well, you know isn't great maybe the eight wins you know yeah. could could oh, yeah. sit off of the seven and then pounce and no one can get to her because they've just set up a wicked
0: pace I yeah mean, that's very likely as well I would be surprised if the seven wins I would not be at all surprised if yeah. the eight wins not at all uh I wouldn't be surprised obviously if the one wins and then. I, like I said I like 6 and 3rd. I think I think North Vader could pull a, a little upset uh there as well, but to me it does run through the 8 and through the 1.
2: Again, tough race.
0: It's tough. That, and this going to be a great but this feels like the showdowns last week where you've got you got good horses but you got two that you really like and you feel like we may get that showdown again.
2: And speaking of <laughs> doozies of races, race 9, uh the Saratoga Derby, it's a grade 1 we are 600k for three-year-olds, again, this is uh, you know, going a mile and three sixteenths on the turf. And dude, one the, the big thing here, the interesting thing is Aspen Grove, who won the Belmont Oaks, shocking. You know, shock, I guess shock, someone shocking, like fifteen yeah. to one. They're not running her in, in the Saratoga Oaks on Friday. They're opting to run against the boys here in, on Saturday. So yeah, Aspen Grove running here at twelve to one on the morning line. You've got the two kind of seemingly leaders in the clubhouse, so to speak, with Farbridge obviously being in the lead over Web Slinger, who some would argue had a bad trip. Uh, well, I don't think really you could argue that, but you know maybe cost the horse the win. Web Slinger last time out, seven to two on program trending uh, trading for Chad Brown. You know Chad Brown, uh, is, that's an interesting entry here. Uh, Past that, it, it's, you know, Mondego for me, it's like, that was just like 40 to one last out. I'm not going to sit there and take five to one on this horse here. No. Uh, but I, I mean, I understand that the horse is interesting after the way he ran last time out. Thoughts on this race? Where are you going? Gosh.
0: I, I I'm kind of between a couple. I, I haven't made the final decision yet. As of right now, I've got Farbridge Bridge on top. I just think he's been too darn good here lately. Uh, I think he'll be tough in this spot. Again, there's really no reason to think he shouldn't you know when he got beat two races back it was by a chad brown horse that was loose on the lead i think the number two program trading is gonna get loose and it makes me a little concerned i you know i i, I know that i think far bridge is a little bit better horse um, than the rest of these but boy the, there looks to be a pace advantage with the two program trading i'm just kind of debating between those two horses right now uh I, but right now i do have Farbridge bridge on top but may try to get uh may try to get him beat in the spot yeah, I,
2: you know, I, I'm kind of back and forth with Farbridge. I, it almost feels like that he has exceeded expectations so much that it's like, I don't know that I can rely on him as, like, the clear. You know, let's be clear, like, the last three races, he he he, he won one of them, for one, and they he would never went off the favorite in all those races. Yeah. In fact, he's only been on the favorite once in his five starts it kind of now you have to play him as a favorite and I I just not sure I get it I mean he's great I think he's brand really well I I think the I think web slinger is, is interesting if can, this horse can get a good trip you know this is a horse obviously that won the America Turf, won the next time out at Churchill Belmont Derby gave him a big run just kind of got there late and obviously he was like eight wide versus far bridge who went up the rail um could have made the difference you know we'll maybe find out here but i think that horse is kind of coming into his own being that's a legit horse you know i think web slinger is a legit horse and four to one i think is 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 a fair price if we can get anywhere in that ballpark
0: yeah no i agree and uh, i I, i'm the same way it's just like uh, yeah if you feel like man we could maybe try to beat Carbridge here so i'm with you that's a that's an interesting one website it's just a tough horse man he always shows up and runs pretty well um i, I kind of like the aid a little bit as well line of war i thought was an interesting one coming in from overseas that uh, uh i might get involved a little bit as well this is really uh this is one of the few left where it's like ah, i gotta make a decision here on what to do
2: this is definitely one of those races that's mm-hmm. like i just don't I'll give you, you get, you gave that one. Um, I'll give you a horse that I'm interested in. I'm not going to say I'm going to pick the horse uh, by any means, but a horse I'm interested in is the Seven, Battle of Normandy.
0: Oh, man, this horse has broke my heart a lot. Uh, I know. So.
2: I know. This is a horse that, you know, really had some hype kind of coming into last year and obviously, you know, got second in the, with, with anticipation, the Pilgrim didn't run well, got in the Breeders' Cup, ran fifth, came back and win an allowance race at Keeneland, finished second, probably broke your heart that day. Yeah. Broke your heart. Again, the next race at at Pimlico going a mile and eighth, but it just feels like, you know, obviously $500,000 horse, City of Light horse. Um, It feels like an aggressive move for Mm -hmm. sure to put this horse in the race after two races that the horse hasn't won as a three-year-old. So I thought that was an interesting move, like maybe a horse that could sneak up there and finish third or second and blow this thing up as far as like underneath. Like to me, that's a horse that I don't, if, if he won. I'd be pretty shocked. Yeah, but I do think he could run well enough to finish. You no, know, he's, he's, he should. I don't think the issue is the distance with him. It has seemed like the horse needs, wants to go longer in the last couple starts, especially. So, wouldn't be su- surprised if this horse finishes third somewhere in that area and kind of juices up uh, if you're your exotics. So yeah, I
0: agree. I I don't think he's, I don't think he's he's impossible put it that way.
2: I think he's impossible, well, I think it's pretty impossible to win, but- I don't
0: know, I don't think, I don't know, I mean, he's he's he did run one of his better races here, so.
2: But the thing is, is like, if, if, okay, now if you think if it's going to be run these, basically the same race as, as the Belmont Derby, well, you know, Farbridge and Webslinger probably won one, run one two. True. But if you think that, that, that either they're all going to be overbet, you can't play them, or you think they're, you know, they're going to bounce or whatever, you got options. Like, yeah. especially when I don't have interest in the one at that price. I agree, program trending uh, trading is super interesting, yeah. this is a hell of a race, yep. I mean, I'm with you, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to, the best way, the best way to max out the the, the value here, because yep. it definitely feels like one of those races that your horse could run really well, and just, you finish like
0: four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it has, it, it has a Belmont Derby type feel to it, or, or Belmont Oaks type feel to it, for that day, it's like, man, I had some good horses run there, but just missed
2: that's the understatement of the year ron yeah, i will yeah, not no, have a no, single no. in this race either no now if you can i if you can get a single home in this race i tip of the hat that's yeah. great um yeah. all right i've got uh the number six web slinger you're going with who
0: i'm gonna go with the number i'll just say it, number two program trading for me oh look I'm at going you
2: to. he locked it in it's yeah. locked in maybe <laughs> By the betting viral go see 85 percent locked in on the Make living room. over here come on <laughs> <laughs> all right it's so all done we have check us out at racingdudes.com for our free picks and of course our premium selections uh you know we've got tons of content on the site right now at racingdudes.com including the whitney stakes betting bible of course you talked about that earlier but go ahead and get your hands on that we'll talk exactly how you know because it feels like it might be up in the air still because it is because we mm-hmm. we're still going through it still coming through it, still, you know, hammering down those decisions. So you want to see our final thoughts and how we're going to play the Whitney, how we're going to play all these undercard stakes races and all the undercard races. There's a, I mean, top to bottom, you look at the Tons. main special weights the opening up on a maiden special weight on the turf, there's two opening special up weights. with a maiden
0: special weight on the dirt, which oh. looks like
2: a really nice horse. Yeah, uh, it, It's, it's the starch. And, and then what's yes. going to happen with the turf? Like, is it going to be soft still? Are they going to be off the turf to start off Saturday, depending on how much rain we get? Who knows? I, I actually I
0: actually for real <laughs> love a couple of maidens in those first two races. So we'll see if they run to to their looks, I guess, or pedigrees or workouts or whatever. But there are some fun maidens in those first two races. Just make sure you go to our best bets
2: page as well at racetudes.com oh. to see the best bets tab to see this right here. What we got.
0: He says if they take the first race off the turf, I'll be very upset. Love a horse there. So do I.
2: Yeah. Give us give us like a, a a teaser. Who is it? Who do you want like? Not not you, him. Oh, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't I don't want to know yours. I know yours. I tell um,
0: you what, here's the cool thing about our website. You'll go to the website and look at the free picks on Saturday, and you'll know. Because I put them up every day for the last 10 years for every track, every race.
2: People know. The whole world knows. Because exactly, yeah. we're the number one rated site on ra- online for a free picks. <laughs> so right. yeah, go find it. Now and then after you find the pick, say. I'm going to go see what they have in the betting Bible. Yeah. Go do that next. Or go to the best bets page and see who we like, who are best bets. Or
0: if you're going to be in search of it, just give me some cash.
2: Come meet us. No. Come meet us at a bar and buy us a beer.
0: Or just give me a cash. Either one.
2: Buy me a beer. He I needs the cash. the cash. I don't care. Uh, we're on Twitter at I'm Racing underscore Dudes, Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we'll be tweeting. I'm sure I will be tweeting somewhat live at the as well as, as Instagram. Tweeting. You will not. You don't own a Twitter anymore. Or an X, I guess they call that now. Which
0: is it really X? Is that a thing?
2: I don't have my phone. It's but yeah, it's an X. Oh, it's okay. weird. Um, uh, you find episode of Blinkers Off and visiting our podcast page, Apple Podcast Spotify. All the places you listen to podcasts, they are there. The Magic Bike Show did the Saratoga Saturday late pick five uh, preview. So make sure you go check out them to get their full analysis of that pick five we've been talking about on the show. Go check out the dudes at bet Sports so they talk about the Whitney Papa dude. <laughs> Had a very interesting way to describe the rest of the Whitney field. I won't say what he said, but if you know Papa Dude, you want to tune in to see what he said. I was I was sitting by him. I was doing everything I could to keep from laughing because yeah. it, I mean I was laughing, but I was keeping it low because I was like, "Dude, we get us canceled over here."
0: We were talking earlier today. And we had a lot to do on the batting bible. We're still working on. We got a chunk of it done. Like we're just making final decisions. So we had to do the batting bible. We had to do this show. And Papa was like, I just don't see how we're going to do our show today. And I said, we can't not do the show because we need that that weekly soundbite from you that people love. Like last week, I love Steve Ashton, I love Gun Eye, but he's going to get his ass kicked today by Lee Power. <laughs> that was last week. This week, he did describe, um, uh, where are you going? He's running away. This week, he did describe um, the other five horses in the Whitney with a certain word. <laughs> he said it he said it a couple times. A few times because I think he's the type when when people laugh at it, he's gonna use it again and again. Yeah,
2: and and, so he, and, and he uh let's look at the uh so can give I'm gonna give a weather forecast. Okay. You know, we can give a yeah. and the actual it is raining in Saratoga here, not here So currently in Bloodsburg, yeah. but it is raining and tomorrow we have tonight it says thunderstorms may contain locally heavy rain. Sure. And then tomorrow seventy percent chance thunderstorms. Potential for severe weather. My well.
0: prediction is every, every race is off the turf, but the stakes uh, for tomorrow. And then I would say, uh, Kevin, honestly, probably the first couple are going to be off the turf Saturday. If that forecast is accurate,
2: based off of what they're showing, it's got rain really all day. And that starts with like 7 a.m. So. I do
0: love a horse that's. For off the turf in that race as well, but the price is going to be dick compared to the one on the turf. So, and by the way, I just gave a hint for what uh, my dad called the other five horses <laughs> in the race at, in the Whitney. So,
2: find out later. That's right. Just go listen right after this. Um, what else we got? I was going to we We're going to. I was going to ask you about something, but I don't remember what it was now. Um, we'll be there tomorrow. So again, if it is raining, we'll just be underneath the. Uh, the cover of the paddock bar mm-hmm. and who cares right
0: i don't care if it rains or not to be well i care for the for the turf races but i as far as just my what my being i don't care it you retract it
2: because that's now two two big days in a row that yep. you've been that it's yep. rained
0: yep it did pour uh the last time <clears> i was up there yeah well, that jim Dandy day was the last day i was there and it poured but you know what i had a really good time so
2: oh i know i was gonna ask you and we'll play this game real quick, and then we'll be done. Ooh,
0: okay. I it's like a game. I like games.
2: And, I and again, I could give you a better number, but I haven't – got I mean, I, I, if I could just go through and comb through it. But just off the top of my head, over, under, it's 12 races on the card. Okay. Yes. So over, under. Uh,
0: 12 races on the card, I will go a, a draw. Not over or under 12. I think there's 12. 12. <laughs>
2: let me finish oh
1: okay
2: 12 races on the card over under five and a half favorites put like not like post-time favorites Mm. five and a half on the card win
0: are we assuming it's on the turf
2: assuming on saturday assuming everything's everything's like it is right now yep um five and a half so you got cody's wish is one Caravelle is probably too. I mean, these are horses that you think are going to win. I,
0: I like Pretty <clears throat> Mischievous. Uh, you
2: got maybe one of those maidens that you like. Maybe I they're like
0: that.
2: a maid. One of them's not a favorite though. So
0: I think it will go under by a half.
2: Kevin says over. He seems like confident.
0: You remember like Jim Dandy Day? There's some favorites I kind of liked, and none. I mean, none of them were winning except for the the stakes, the two big stakes. It it feels like you. I think it's. And here's the deal. You, you look at paper, you look at a maiden, and it's like, I love this maiden. There's no way this maiden's losing. It's still, they could lose. It's up here. It's really tough to win. They may not be as good as we think, and they get beat. And so you're counting one there, and then a, and then a Lucas beats you, right? Like the big favorite on Jim Dandy Day, the four, I can't remember the name of the horse. yes yeah, the maiden. Donna something. Anyway, <laughs> couldn't lose horse. Everybody said he's going to win, and Lucas wins at like 16, 18 to 1. So that happens. I might go under i don't like the favorite in the first race either kevin not not one bit i think it's five did you say five i said five yeah, yeah i think it's there. i think i think five favorites yeah. I, but i think if, like
2: if you if you said favorite or second choice yeah it's over easily i mean i think it could be because like, they don't you know, say money's gold wins or something yeah. and
0: then that were second choice and... you know i'll say this on the uh on the first race talk if the race comes off the turf Maybe the horse I like could could handle the off going as well. I'll give you a hint: the breeding could could be okay for the dirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I think he just didn't give you a hint. I think he just told you. The
0: well, six. I mean, you, you never know. Drilling for gold. Or, no,
2: not the six. No, that's who he likes.
0: Not the six. Oh, that's who Kevin likes. Okay, well, that's not the one I like.
2: If let's just say I
0: don't hate that horse, but that's not the one I'm talking
2: about. Let's just say for for argument's sake. Um let's say the the rain is terrible, and the track is still not great saturday is is like dirt even i mean it's is are you concerned with Cody's wish on an off track? I don't think it's likely, but I'm just saying
0: no, I don't know. I don't really know. I think I wouldn't adjust the dirt race as much, I don't think but to me it unless again unless if, we get rain Saturday or something, if you think. If the track's off, which, listen, in Saratoga, the track could be off any day. It doesn't have to have a great forecast, or a rain and forecast. If you think the track's going to be off, I think Cody's wish will be fine.
2: Yeah, I'm not really concerned.
0: Yeah. I'm
2: not going to lose sleep about it. No. No. All right.
0: <clears throat> I have never lost sleep over rain. I'm, don't ever lose sleep over rain. I have. I haven't.
2: Yeah. ever. I, I stress out about the rain. Again. Don't ever do that to yourself. Well, I used to. I don't need more. Because there's nothing
0: you can do. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean. Nothing you can do. You don't care about your yard, though. So. I worry about my yard. Your like, yard?
0: What the hell are you talking about? like, if, your I, if I'm if, talking about if embracing. It's, if,
2: it's, if it's getting rain. I, I thought it's you spent in general. I thought you spent weather in general.
0: Well, I don't care about that either. I know you don't. That's not what I was talking about. Well, okay.
2: Anyways, final thoughts.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a big weekend. Everybody, uh, it's going to be at the track. We'll, we'll be there as well. Hopefully, Saturday is a beautiful day. Everybody can mingle. That'd be great. Um yeah, uh, it's going to be fun, man. This is these are the weekends, right? Last weekend was great, this weekend's great. I think it's going to be fun.
2: I mean, look, you look at the Whitney over the last several years, it's a it's one of the races of the year, you know, every year. Mm-hmm. And it's and not only that, you get major players coming in into it and out of it after the fact and I don't, you know, I really don't think this year is much different. Mm-hmm. Um I think we have a real solid chance of, of he's already there, but solidifying especially with the loss of west willpower and and kind of the seemingly unknown of, of these older horses like he can really solidify himself as the horse of the classic that is cody's wish if he wins uh on saturday so yeah we'll be there live friday and saturday if you're gonna be there make sure you do nothing but hit us up that's right for anything else you say hey where are the dudes
1: bring me a lot of cash
2: he wants money i want beer yep Hi right, guys, I'm Jared Welch,
1: he's and ultimate. Good luck in the wind. Racing RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. Racing dudes.com as good as it gets. Racing dudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. <laughs>